Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. I oh, like my little clap is so wimpy. The yeah, I didn't even hear it, Charlene. That was a pathetic clap. <laughs> we Like Dota is brought to you with the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Yield Raven, Ninja Skelts, Samson Magnuson, RX Cowbell, Surreal, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Beandob, Monster, Icebug, Spenguin, Titus Andromedon, Dank, Zynason, Dolly Kauschef, Paul Turner, Jeff Peterson, Kruger, Javier Latoplay, Wisp, Zeke, and Backwards Backwards. If you'd like to join the list of patrons, head on over to We Like Dota and follow the links to our Patreon. We Like Dota, episode 316, starts now. Welcome, We Like Dota listeners. This is episode 316, and I am your host, Jim. I am joined from uh, the shores of the Pacific Ocean, Charlene. Hi, Jim. Hi, Internet. How's it going? I'm, I'm reeling. When did we realize that Straw Cab was backwards backwards? Uh, my daughter asks before every game I'm playing, are you playing with backwards? And everyone who can hear it, because I have my mic on here, uh, then starts yelling at my daughter because, like, what about me? Cowbell's like, what about Rex Cow? Did you ever ask about me? <laughs> Speaking of people, uh, listeners might ask about from the beautiful shores of the North Sea, we have Arian. Do you have any idea where Berlin actually lies? I no, it's like pretty far from like the Baltic Sea, but you know, the North Sea's near Germany. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, Berlin's like, I think, 200 kilometers away from, uh, like, the Baltic Sea and maybe, like, 300 from the North Sea, if I'm not mistaken. Could be wrong, though. 300 kilometers is, like, a couple miles, so I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, like two. That, that's pretty close. Yeah. That's what I learned in school. Uh, Charlene, you haven't been on in a while. No. Uh, how's your uh, gaming going? I've been playing so much of not Dota. Um, I think immediately after the last time I played Dota, which probably wasn't even real Dota, the last things I did were play Dire Tide and like cast We Like Dota games. I can't remember the last time I actually played a real hero in any kind of fashion of QWER for the purpose of defending an ancient. But <laughs> um, since then, I've played some World of Warcraft both classic oh. and, and and not classic. I, I don't know. Bay uses this lingo with me, and I'm not sure what it means. Uh, but I got like a one-month subscription and, and played it and and learned the things. So the, there was that. I played some Terraria, um, and that was fun. Um, and right now I am doing a Pokemon Nuzlocke. Um, every now and then I occasionally stream it because... Uh, I've been just kind of um, playing with a couple of side friends. I'm not, not playing with, but I have a bet going that I won't be able to complete this with mm. with some friends. So I'm streaming it when they're not around just to prove, you know, no funny business. I'm doing this. <laughs> and it's, uh, are you guys familiar with Nuzlocke and what nope. that means? I know nothing. Are you the top Pokemon Nuzlocke streamer in the world? 
Probably not. No, Nuzlocke is this ah. version where you play Pokemon on basically hard mode. So, you know, the normal game, you go around, you catch things, you, you can heal them up. But Nuzlocke, the base rule is if any Pokemon faints, it's gone. You, you, you just get rid of it forever. So, so like the Pokemon die if they lose the Pokemon battle. dies. Yeah, you have to release it. That's pretty brutal. <laughs> it's pretty hard. Um, Wait, do so they get released or do they die? You you pretend they die and you release them and you you know say your farewells. Okay, it's intense. It's playing Pokemon Hard Mode. That's like playing WLDL as a stand-in on my team. <laughs> <laughs> that actually is maybe the last time I played played Dota, honestly. Um, yeah, yeah, that was against uh, Marco's Angels. Oh, Marco's Angels. Yeah. Um, oh man. So, how, I, does that segue to Dota feelings? Maybe you guys can actually talk about Dota and why we weren't like it we, still. Weren't we like in Dota feelings already? No, we were. I was no, trying, that was intro. That was intro. I was okay. talking about Pokemon, dude. How is that Dota feelings? I mean, it's like feelings. I think it goes on the Dota feelings, right? Like, yes, I have. I mean, Dota I have lots of feelings kind of, other than Dota. Yeah, I have a lot of feelings. I'm an emotional person. <laughs> I don't think anyone cares. I, I, Jim, you know what? I care about your feelings, uh, and I also care about your Dota feelings, which maybe you can tell me about right now. What a segue. This is what you listen for. Um, my feelings are... I'm very positive about Dota right now. Nice. Everything's working. Um, like every game I play. Uh, I mean, even if we lose, it's still fun and... Uh, I've been playing a bunch. I played quite a bit, actually. I played a bunch with you know people in the community, and I've like just been playing offlane and just like a handful of heroes, and uh, it's great. I feel like I have lots of impact. Um, having lots of fun playing this hero Mars. <laughs> He's pretty good. He is. Um, and the other thing I've been doing is this goes against my like inclination my natural dota inclinations uh, i just get a blink dagger very early on an offlaner who uses a blink dagger wow i mean that's actually pretty unusual for you like not going something that you farm with but going something to like help your team i know it's either like radiance or battle fury or like if i'm playing offlane it's just like pipe crimson guard greaves <laughs> uh but now i started getting blink daggers and blinking all over the place and starting fights and it's been Really fun and working well. Very cool. Yeah. And uh, we're getting ready for the We Like Dota League this week. Nice. Uh, I got some... Yeah, I was playing a game... I uh, played two games last night with Colonel Squid, who's the captain of the team we're playing against oh, this week. So you, you know, <laughs> they're they're now, undefeated. Basically. They're also... Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good at Dota. <laughs> I mean, I tried not to give too much away. <laughs> uh, of what I've been planning, uh-huh. um, he did. He did uh, leave after game two and acknowledge that he had to go back and start watching replays in prep mm. um, 
for a match because it's, it's. I think it's going to be tough. I think. I think it's very doubtful that that happened the way you explained to him. Well, he said that. I don't know. I mean, I can't speak to you know his life after he left uh, the Discord. <laughs> I will say, I think if Nick doesn't play, um, they have three at least three players whose individual MMRs are probably higher than our combined team MMR. Oh boy. Um, they have three uh, immortal players, including their carry, who's like low three digits. Yeah. Um, so it should be pretty smooth sailing. I figure I'll just get a blink dagger, <laughs> and uh, that should be it. I'll have my like twenty-two minute blink weapon. dagger on axe. Yeah, and uh, we'll get one kill, and I'll declare victory. Hmm. Jim, you know they have something. Uh, you have something that they don't have, right? What's that? You have the power of friendship on your side. You know, you're a team of guys. You've been playing together for a long time. Uh, yeah. And I'm sure just that fact can, you know, uh, make do make oh, like uh, basically fix your like five k MMR disadvantage. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the case. Um, we get a lot of people who come to our games, so like all six players, we have six on our roster, show up. I was talking to Greg. I was like, oh, we got to figure out who's playing. And he's like, well, that's the drawback to uh, prioritizing fun over winning. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody, everybody wants to play. Um, so I'm hoping, I think our secret strat is if they can't field five, um, maybe we have a shot. Although I bet they could probably win 4v5. I think so. That'd be too, interesting. It would be, it would be interesting. I think it would be pretty close, but I'm not sure... Um... If they you know, what the did, no, 4v5, idea. I'm sure they could. Because they could probably 1v2 a couple lanes. You I'm think they could sure maybe 3v5 you? That's trickier. Yeah, I don't think 3v5 is possible. Provided they have no extra gold from the other two people not being there. Uh, I'm not sure how that worked in, works on cap and small, dude. Yeah. Well, maybe that'll become an option. I'd, um, I'd wager that they would still be fine 3v5. <laughs> wow, that's pretty. I, I love, I love you guys. But... I mean, I was, I was thinking they would lose three v five, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't. I mean, I think we'd have like a between, like a maybe between five and ten percent chance of winning a game. Yeah. Five versus three. Well, you know, nice. you already did the impossible once this season. You won one game, so maybe you can win more. Yeah, we beat Bayluck after, it turns out, I went on Open Dota to look at the game, and we had a 30k XP advantage that we almost threw away <laughs> <laughs> over the course of the final 30 minutes of a 70-minute game. Like, for, like, 40 minutes, we have a 30k advantage, or like, in their base, killing them. And then I'm like, wait, there's 28 more minutes in this replay? The, you know, the win is all that counts. Like in, yep. in a couple months, nobody's going to remember like how you won the game. They just know you know Jim's a winner. That's right. I know I'm a winner. <laughs> Speaking of winners, Aaron, have you have you uh, Ooh, been feeling about that? I, I, I'm not sure if I would call myself a winner this week because <laughs> I've been like experimenting with new heroes and build builds quite a lot this week. So I lost my fair share of games. Um, I'm still pretty happy about this week, but, you know, some you just experiment. So the first thing I've been running is uh, mid-PL, which I'm uh, actually pretty firm proponent of. I feel like I've won some, like, pretty unwinnable games uh, with this mid-PL. I think I also mentioned that I played it last week with Sam, which was kind of like the um, 
impetus to make me try this a bit more. So the build I figured out right now is if we lo if you're losing, you have to go Manta first, which also helps you farm. But ideally, you go Diffusion Blade first. Um, then you go Manta or Diffusion Blade, whichever one you have gone first. And after that, you go Axe. And, you know, people still think the Axe does the, like, bounces on his Q where it creates illusions. But the new Axe is... I, I did. <laughs> the new Axe... I mean, it's not new at this point, but still everybody assumes it's the other one. Um, what it does, it removes the cooldown on your E. So basically, wow. you always have it up. You don't get the agility you get through that, which would be pretty broken. Um, but still, basically, it means you can't get kited against all these, like, blink heroes and stuff. Because, you know, if somebody, like, blinks away from you while you're running at them, you're just going to run the whole way after them. Like, once the hmm. Phantom Rush is initiated, you follow them wherever they go. Uh, Even a Spear Breaker? Keep, I think. Yeah, exactly. I also follow a spirit break. I had a game actually this week where I was against a spirit breaker. That's so cloudy. <laughs> he was charging somebody. Like he was charging somebody, and I ran him down through like half the map. Uh, That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I think like if he if he like passes a cliff, obviously he's gonna be fine because you have to like run around. But I was lucky enough that there weren't any cliffs. Um. Yeah, good good hero because the charge is like 900 movement speed. So it's way faster than like even the Bloodseeker or a Spiritbreaker charge, something like that. Um, yeah, hmm. big fan of this item. Like It means you can't get kited. And if you get like one survivability item, I mean, it's already quite good stats what eggs give you. It's like a bit worse than a Scotty, uh, but it's also subst yeah. substantially cheaper, obviously. Um, but if you get one more item on top of that, like maybe a Basher or... Something that, uh, or even a Scotty or a Satanic and something, uh, it feels like, uh, I mean, PL, he's for sure one of those, like, if he gets too fat, it kind of doesn't matter uh, what he's up against. Um, mm -hmm. Like, one game, I was against the Sven um, on the enemy team, who, like, I died, like, two or three times in mid, and he got, like, five kills in lane. And at the end of the day, if you get big enough after that, uh, it doesn't matter, you'll PL. It's one of those like non plus ultra specter type carries, I feel like. So it feels good having that in the mid lane because you have like that as a win condition plus whatever your safe lane is. Yeah. Um, huh. That's been my, you know, one point of experimentation. I've been doing a bit of Snapfire mid, which was okay. But the other thing I was kind of experimenting a bit uh, again was playing Lashrack, actually. Um, which oh, okay. I didn't know he was Mela, but then I watched like some streams of pro players and he was like in every pub for a while right now. So yeah. it made sense. And oh boy, what a hero. Um, like I think late game, he's one of still like one of the best mid heroes because it just feels so nice to play him against like all types of heroes. You get your eggs, your bloodstone, your lotus orb and stuff like that. And you like never have to worry about mana. In one game I played this week, I got a flicker as well. So I was <laughs> running around at like a max movement speed. You know, nobody could stun me. If somebody got a spell off with me that I couldn't dodge, I could just lotus myself and reflect it. And then obviously like late game when you level 30, um, the damage output gets really ridiculous with eggs and all the talents and stuff. Um, it's like very hard to defend itself because it's like infinite uh, infinite magic damage 
that he's throwing on top of you. But then also kind of yeah. infinite physical damage once he has that 25 talent, which gives the extra edict uh, instances. So, yeah, yeah that's Shrek, cool hero. And what I also like about him, he's like, he, I don't think he's that flashy, like, as a hero. Like, he's not that fancy. But he's just literally very flashy, which makes him very fun to play in team fights because it's so many, like, you know, different spell effects, colors, every one of your spells, like very uh, bright and you know blinds people you look like a rainbow basically um, yeah. big fan of Lashrek. what so you you build the ags i heard that's like the cool thing now everyone was like this is the worst ags and then apparently like from dire tide people realized it was good i mean i've been building it even when i play i i remember like when this patch came out i played Lashrek a bunch because i was struggling for heroes and even then i already built the ags but you know huh. now the pro players obviously have uh catched up to the we like dota matter but what makes right. the axe really good i just explain what it does uh while your ultimate is active pulls nova um it gives a like it makes a passive lightning storm that uh every 1.5 seconds which is a pretty short oh because i didn't the, know that <laughs> the cooldown of lightning storm is only four seconds uh so you and you know it on, doesn't only does the damage it also slows slow. movement yeah, yeah, by that's 75%. Real and then on top of that, which uh, it, especially when you're level 30, it's really nice to have uh, the level 20 talent that gives you plus one second lightning storm slow duration. So now you have a 2.5 second slow that goes on that's 75% <laughs> that's all around you because like lightning storm basically hits everybody. Yeah. I thought the Ags one didn't bounce. No, it bounces. Oh, okay. So that's, you have that's that. That's good, yeah. Wow. That's a, yeah, that's really that's good, a yeah. 2.5 second slow on a 75% cooldown. Uh, and then you also have the, like, 4 second cooldown spell. That's the exact same uh, that you have up, like, all the time as well. So uh, it's very hard to fight late game. Uh, for example, I played a match against a Sven who was... I mean, I've been playing a lot against Sven, as everybody has probably this week. But... Um, yeah. Like, he destroyed my entire team, but once he only had, like, a five-second BKB, he felt so useless. Because even if he has, like, one million damage, like, he tries to Q somebody, he immediately gets stunned by the Q. And then he just get, gets kited to death because he already used BKB. And he's 75% slowed for, you know, the entire game, basically. Mm -hmm. Huh. Yeah, a uh, big fan of that rank right now, for sure. Yeah. Nice. Uh, sure, Charlene. Yo. <laughs> we talked about your your general feelings. <laughs> uh, do you have any Dota feelings? Um, not really. I, I I guess just hearing you guys talk about a few things here and there just makes me think of weird heroes where Ags is undervalued. Um, I'm not sure if like PA Ags is out there yet, but Bay's yeah. a huge proponent for PA Ags. Like he's always thought it was so good. Um. I think AM Ags is another, like, one that you feel is really dumb, right? Because it, like, resets your ulti, mm. but it, or it resets your ulti, but then adds, like, cooldowns to the... Yeah, if you kill somebody, yeah. their highest cooldown ability uh, is, yeah. is given 100 extra seconds. Yeah. So that, and then the other one that comes to mind was like reading in our WLD uh, Discord, um, Medusa offlane going eggs pretty early on. 
So, I don't know. Eggs I'm, is just it's just the build. <laughs> I mean, uh, no offense to the person who wrote that in the Discord, but I don't think that's actually <laughs> like. Yeah, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I, I like Medusa is like one of my absolute favorite heroes, but I'm like, I don't think I can handle that. You know, that's too much. People I mean, have some weird ideas about Dota. Like when somebody wrote that in the Discord, <laughs> I like chose to not engage with it because I literally, I only would have had, said like super mean and bad things about it. Um, I think it's a terrible idea. Nobody should do it. Oh no! Yeah, like all I want is ways to play Medusa, and I read that and I was like. No. <laughs> I'm muting myself. No, I don't know. Try try eggs and all the all the heroes. Yeah, because I think it's really fun stuff comes from it. Because there were stints of like sniper going rapier eggs, right? Because <laughs> he could just do yeah. his his assassinate from a million miles away yeah. and and kill you. And uh-huh. now I mean, so, the next the next now one it's is just like full sniper going eggs. Yeah. Sure. Next is Axe Eggs, because no one understands what it does. Yeah, what does it do? Uh, AoE Battle Hunger, but it reduces the damage output of all affected enemy oh. units by 30%. And everybody thinks it's just right clicks, but it is not. It is everything. Oh, really? And like, every, like spells? you hear cast. Yeah, casters are like, oh, it's only right clicks. I'm like, no, it's not. Like other podcasts, like it's only right clicks. No, it's not. It's <laughs> really, and I, I think I even heard it. No, I think I even heard it on Fourth Spirit. Um, <gasps> Nate, yeah, Prab was like, pr- no, Prab was like, actually, it's it's everything. It's not just the the right clicks. Oh, okay. Um, I bet it's really good. Yeah. Um, I haven't bought it yet because. Uh, oh, bring it! I, Whip it out against against Colonel Squid Team. Do it. Yeah, like I'll, <laughs> like I'll, like I'll get four thousand net worth before the game's over. <laughs> No, no blink, just uh, straight eggs. <laughs> straight eggs. Just start with nothing. Get, get someone else on your team to get uh, a shadow amulet to use on you so that you can like just wait in the lane. And then when they come <laughs> up on you, you can do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, call with my uh It's okay, they'll do reduced damage on you. <laughs> yeah, right. 30% what's up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 30% less damage on both of your seven-slotted Arc Warden. Uh, <laughs> and it, so uh, maybe something that will give you some more feelings. Ooh, okay. Is an upcoming patch. Why don't we go to the news? <laughs> to read the future, I need entries. Eh. I mean, <laughs> what are they even gonna do? <laughs> well, so they have. There's there was news uh, on the Dota blog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll link uh, it. But there we go. Bunnybot hooked us up. Oops. Um, there's gonna be a new Dota Plus season soon, uh, with new hats from that Dota Plus thing. Uh, I, um, I don't. No, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care. Um, it'll give me another chance to get. Okay. Uh, the D-Word quest in one game. <laughs> and then uh, they're coming out with a new patch and a new hero in mid-December. Oh, uh, new hero. And the, the new, yeah, and it's supposed to be 7.28. Okay. Um, so it's at least not a letter patch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the new hero. And I believe they teased that the new hero uh, at least uses uh, feminine pronouns. I think they said yes, she. Yes, that's true. 
Uh, I think so it's that's exciting too. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the hero was supposed to release on the thirtieth, and they moved it back. I think that's also to be mentioned, probably. Yeah. And regarding when they're actually gonna release this patch, I mean, I I don't want to tell myself too much here, but I'm pretty sure I'm on the record for like the past two weeks saying that it's gonna be around mid December. Um, so you know, just to put that out there. <laughs> now on. that we have it confirmed. I like we can make actual date predictions. My probably date that I think makes the most sense for them to release it at is probably the fifteenth. Because the Epic League, um, it ends on the thirteenth. That's when they have their final. Um yeah. and the fifteenth is the Tuesday after that Sunday. I mean if they mean they're gonna wait to the seventeenth, but that's like cutting a dangerous close to not really being mid-December anymore. Like, I'd consider everything from the 21th onwards, like, uh, you know, late December. And, I mean, I know Valve doesn't care. Like, they'll just yeah. say mid-December and push it to January. But, you know, if they don't want to make the community too mad, I think they'll release it that week. Yeah, I think it's going to be uh, Sunday, April 4th. <laughs> I think that's the one. No, I, I think it'll be Sunday the thirteenth, right after Epic League Finals. Oh, really? They used, they've done that. They've done that before. I think they'll do it again. I mean, that would be whole, That would be hype. I like having it on the weekend. It's way more time to you know look through stuff. Is this price? What do you think, Charlene? Is this prices right rules? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Maybe I'll say the sixteenth. The okay. Yeah. The rare Wednesday patch. The rare Wednesday patch. I looked at a graph for that gym. Apparently, it's not actually that rare. <laughs> oh, really? Like people say, they only do updates on like Tuesdays or Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And that's like mostly true for big updates, uh, apparently. But there have been like big releases on almost any day of the week at this point. Oh, oh neat. Nice. Yeah, I'm very excited for. Uh, Sven to get nerfed. What about like? There's only like. Oh, go ahead. Uh, what about like Faceless Void and Spectre? I I feel like the last time I played Dota, I just see them all the time. Yeah, that would be that would mean you've played Dota in the last twelve months. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just want a complete reshuffling of the carry pool. Like, yeah. I yes. want, I want like uh, maybe troll or something to become good again. Trolls like pretty not annoying to deal with in my opinion um but i mean naga yeah naga Naga would be cool just generally i think one of the biggest problems that we have is like i feel like safe lane is very easy right now to play like every time i play safe lane it's almost an easy win almost i never play it maybe just because like there's not a lot of safe lane heroes right now where i'd say like oh my god why did you pick that hero maybe like PL, I wouldn't be that hyped about, and at this stage, like... <sighs> Slark. Yeah, PA and Slark right now. Not, sorry, no, PL and Slark, kind of, you know. But, you know, the rest, like, there's, like, yeah. the top tier um, of, like, Spectre, Void, Sven, etc. But there's also, like, very competitive, uh, like, second tier heroes, like Weaver, Morphling, Monkey King is good right now. Stuff like PA, which is picked like it's a top tier hero, but it's not actually top tier right now, if you like. Um, huh. Yeah, I agree. 
you know, I'm not like about most of these heroes except like Void. I'm not too mad about facing them, but it just feels like carries have it too easy at the moment generally. So maybe they shouldn't like nerf all the good carries specifically because like I don't mind Spectre being good to be honest as a mid player. Um, but I mind that being a carry in general is very easy right now. Hmm. Is it from the laning or from like being able to go in jungle? Uh, I think it's that and then also that carries they can I don't know right now it feels like they don't even have to do well like lane mechanics wise if their offlaner and stuff is having a good game and they team fight with him like one or two times uh, they just have a million gold no and like way more XP than you no matter what they did before so I'm not sure how you actually like uh, like fix that problem in specific specifically because I think it's actually good that you get a lot of gold from uh, team fighting but I think it shouldn't be carries getting that much gold from team fighting so maybe you know scale it differently or something uh, I don't have like ah. a big solution for this I think yeah it's a good point because like the carries that they are like the big team fight carries right like Sven shows up to the team fight with his whole faceless void Kronos people and that's the team fight Spectre haunts in um, these are the, like the carry heroes that you see a lot, and it fits what you're saying. Maybe like the rescaling you described would be you get less AOE gold the more net worth you have. Oh, I'd, I'd like that actually, because it just feels like so undeserved the gold they're getting right now. Like before a team fight happens, that's really successful for a team. You know, if it, if they want to be successful, like. The support is going to have scouted the area, de-ward where you want to fight, like de-warded it, place the ward yourself. Then, you know, maybe the offlaner gets a really good skillful initiation. Um, and I don't know, the support gets a really good combo with his abilities. And what happens right now with the meta, it's like people play these carries where you can play one button. Like, for example, Spectre, like your team does all this work. You play one button. Uh, you press one button and then you get maybe like one or two kills and one or two assists and suddenly that's like 2k gold that you got for free and like three or four levels or like this Sven who like you know the offlaner is going to work really hard for good initiation and then he cleans up with like literally pressing one button that's like stun initiation and damage uh, and gap close and like one and like gets three kills even though he didn't really do anything before um yeah maybe they should uh do something on the like XP calculation or gold calculation, hmm. as you mentioned, Jim. It's like it's communist Dota right now, and we we need to go towards socialist mm -hmm. Dota, where where it, it you give the people proportional <laughs> reward for their input or something, rather than just you were here, everyone gets it fairly. I mean, I I don't I I wouldn't attribute that to you know being like communist daughter i think the communist daughter would be pretty different in my opinion you know, okay but I, I mean it's drawing like, the parallels right <laughs> i mean if you think about it right now it's more like capitalist daughter right you know the poor uh like underclass supports and offlaner who don't have that much money uh they do all this work and then the carries they exploit the labor of the the rest of their team and mm. they uh reap the re they reap the surplus value of you know the work that gets yeah. put into no i was saying we should up move towards fight. socialist dota 
Yeah, I'm done with that. You know, you know me, son. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Sure. Valve, TMTM, <laughs> you listening? <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, I think they sound good. I never thought of it that like the the team fighting carries thing you mentioned, Arian, and I'm like my brain is like still running with that. It sounds really cool. I think you're onto something. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's the same thing as uh, you know why they did the stacking gold for supports, like yeah, because previous it used to be something like that the support puts the time and effort into, and then the carry just like gets it, and you know it makes sense because of the carry is higher on the farm priority list that he gets like the gold, but should the support sure. get nothing? Is that really fair? I don't know. I like it. We'll do that. We'll put that in. Uh, that's one. Maybe you'll come. Maybe you'll show up for some games. Uh, maybe with the new uh, the new ethic. I'll I'll only uh, come back if they make the jungle great again. I've been I've been uh, like calling for that jungle. change for so long that they would somehow bring jungling back. And they never did, mm. and just out of spite. That's the only thing I'll. That is what will make me come back. Not not because I like jungling or anything, but <laughs> yeah. how would Listen, they make if you stand in for us again? I'll I'll pick you Venomancer <laughs> if you want to just straight jungle Veno. T- oh, pick me Enigma. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. yeah, sounds good. Uh, also in the news, there are uh, actual professionals playing Dota. Including our boys, uh, Vikin.gg. They are still killing everyone, as you pointed out last week, yeah. Arian. This is like a Viking.gg fan podcast at this point, I feel like. But, I know, it kind of is. I mean, you got to give them credit. Like, when we left off last week, they were not on top of their group, but they were doing really, really well. Um, and they had, like, almost all their hard games already, like, too old. Like, they were doing Secret and Enigma. And so far, since we talked, they have only won series, not lost series. They're now actually at the top of their group uh, with a 6-1 and one score. The second place team has a 4-2 and two score, so they're firmly in the lead right now. I think it's pretty safe to say that they're going to win their group and go into the mm-hmm. playoff stage as first seed, which has not happened yet, I think, with that team in a major tournament. Nice. Nice. Hopefully yeah, we're not jinxing it by like praising it. them right now. Yeah, I mean, I think what's going to be pretty exciting is them playing Nigma on the 3rd of December. Um, because that's like the last like team that you really have to watch out in these tournaments for uh, that they're playing. Mm. Because they already like beat Secret on OG pretty handily. Um, actually, yeah. something that I found curious, the only series that they lost was against Alliance, where they got too old. Um, huh. And Alliance, like they're 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 looking really bad right now. Oh boy, like it, it, <laughs> it's not even clear if they make playoffs again. Uh, so they may oh, just no. you know drop out in groups, which would be pretty underwhelming for them. Yeah, they have secret later on today. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think that's gonna go well. Also, something that I wanted to talk about: uh, Did you guys see how the new Sumail stack is doing? <laughs> No, not no. great. <laughs> They're not doing great at all, Jim. They're no. literally at the bottom of their group right now. Uh, 8 and 13 in matches, <laughs> but 2 and 6 in series. 
Yeah, so they have one more series, and they are playing OG. <laughs> um, and then they got to finish ahead of Alliance and Mud Golems. How are Mud yeah. Golems doing? Uh, not that good. Okay, because I, I don't know what tournament I was watching, but I feel like they were kind of a dark horse. Yeah, yeah, they beat like Team Secret in the ESL One Germany tournament. Which ah, was, okay. like, a pretty yeah, big that must have been it. But um, after that, it's not been too great, to be honest. Right now, they're ninth place in the group. Um, I mean, I'm always already always saying in their group, like there's more than one group. It's one big group in this tournament. <laughs> <laughs> True. But yeah, Matt Golan's yeah. not looking too hot. Mm. Now and then, yeah, Alliance, like you said, Alliance has some tough matches. So I think just error uh, has a chance to be the eighth seed <laughs> coming out of this group. Yeah, they could. If, uh, because Alliance, they're playing, what, uh, Secret? Alliance have Secret and, and Virtus Pro, who look really strong. Yeah, yeah. So probably two losses there for Alliance. So if error, you know, clinches it. I mean, honestly, they or Matt Collins could probably take the, like, win at least one of the series that they're playing. Yeah, they just got to be uh, OG. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. Should be some fun Dota at least. Yeah, I'm excited. This group, like, this bracket stage is going to be pretty exciting because I don't think there's going to be another like long tournament before the DPC starts. Um, ah. And I, I think we didn't even mention that, right, in the announcement. They said that the 2021 Dota Pro Circuit will start on January 18th, which is pretty early into the start of the next year. Mm-hmm. It's because yeah, Pro on. Dota doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, maybe it will matter again with this regional league show. Maybe. I don't know. Valve. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm just holding on to so much residual uh, resentment on the fact that they had a compendium this year <laughs> got so much money and didn't give us anything i have so many hats i'm so happy for you <laughs> you know bought and paid for i, I yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it was just yeah it's pretty crazy uh if you get down to it that they just they took all the money that's yep. supposed to pay for everything and they didn't do any of it. Yeah. I mean, and then they're probably going to have another one next year. Right. <laughs> Let's be real. They're not going to not do one. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. I think if they just had like a, if they just had like some senior manager come on YouTube uh, or our podcast, Hey, invitation. And like said, listen, we know we took all this money, but you know, our people had to work from home and it was difficult and we had to, we paid for, you know, childcare for all these employees and all this stuff. I'd be like, okay, fine. Uh, but they won't. <laughs> Jim, what do you, you would be fine with it if they just said like, oh, my bad, we like spent the money on, uh, <laughs> on like running costs. Would you actually be fine with that? Well, I mean, not if it was like running costs, like the idea is they didn't put the stuff on because of the pandemic yeah so if they're like hey listen actually we like supported our employees in the communities we live in through the pandemic or something like oh okay cool like i get it at least you know uh, i don't know um, i i think that's the I mean, they won't but 
I mean, yeah, I think it's a very unlikely hypothetical, but even within your hypothetical, I'd be pretty mad. Like, Valve employees, first of all, they already get a pretty nice salary, I think they can like pay childcare off and stuff. They don't have to spend the like 120 million TI money on that. Secondly, the communities they live in, they don't live in like communities that need money, dude. You know how much a Valve employee makes? They live in like a big mansion in like the San Francisco Hills or something. Yeah, I mean, they're they're doing well, but I mean, it was still very, you know, like the idea is less work was done because it was more difficult because of the pandemic. Um and if it in some way was connected to that, you know, I would at least understand. Um, but they still should take all the prize pool chunk and uh, give it to players. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. Like teams and stuff. I, like, I agree. All that, that like, right? Like, because they always keep what seventy five percent or eighty yeah. percent of the total money, right? <laughs> yeah. Like that other chunk, if they just like. Like that should Oh, be. so you're saying they should uh, give the other chunk away to the, you know, the non-price pool chunk. I mean, they no, like they keep the, like, the non-price pool chunk, some part of it pays for the work that's done to run the DPC. Yeah, that's and since true. DPC wasn't run, that, like, tranche of revenue um, would get, you know, explain where that went. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the prize pool chunk is kind of indefensible. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm hoping with these le- regional leagues uh, that they spend a lot of money to make them very, very, very good. Because I think, I mean, I hope Valve knows. If they're not completely stupid, they should know that if these leagues aren't like really, really, really good and are a lot of fun and are like a really good new direction for Dota, a lot of people are going to be really, 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 really mad. I um, I disagree. I think the exact thing that they learned was they don't need to deliver anything and that they will still make money. <laughs> I think that the there has been pro Dota. There have been, you know, a few studios that have been the, the one where they did like the Zeus gods or whatever, like there there was good production value in that. But people want to watch TI, right? And they didn't even have to deliver that. They just made a lot of nice hats. And the community yeah. still bought into it. But the tournaments right now, they're like good and all, but they haven't gotten close to like the viewership that like a proper major or something attracts. Um and most of the tournaments that have been run, like even though they're online, which saves a lot of cost, like a lot of them didn't make money and a lot of them actually lost money. So I think that the community can't really survive without tournaments that kind of derive some of the legitimacy and viewership from TI, which is the case with the DPC leagues because, you know, they're the DPC leagues. They're like kind mm-hmm. of tied into the whole TI system, which right. The tournaments right now, they're not. Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> sure. All right. <laughs> Moving on to, uh... oh yeah, Slacks is running some stuff. Anyone follow this? Uh, I didn't. I just saw I knew, some random YouTube video announcing. Yeah, that. I can't. Fig- <laughs> I can't figure out anything with Slacks. <laughs> this probably probably not alone, but 
Evidently, he has an actual team. Yeah, friend yeah, of the show, nice. Sir Action Slacks. Good for has him. a tournament yeah. going on. <laughs> and so he has, uh, like, meme stacks challenge his team. Yeah. So the last one was, like, TI5EG, but with Cinderin and Sheepsticked <laughs> in for the, the two players who are still playing. Um, and his team beat them, I think, 2-0. Ooh, really? That's pretty good. It's pretty, yeah, still pretty good. Like it was, it was still like Owie, PPD, Fear, and and Cinderin and, and Sheepstick. So um, was his team like three Ks, or were they like immortal players as well? They're like yeah, immortal players, like eight or nine Ks ah, okay, from okay. NA. And uh, like he had like a meet the team video that he aired, and it didn't actually introduce the team. <laughs> it was just like a video of like someone running around in a wolf mask. <laughs> I'm like okay. Uh, I can't figure out what's going on. Um, so he's doing uh, every week. There's going to be an event between his team, Arkosh Gaming, and uh, some challengers. Maybe we can play them. Do we like Dota Crew yeah. against Akosh Gaming? That sounds fun. Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll submit together. for tribute our winner of the WLDL. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea, actually. Yeah. That's interesting. I was thinking it would, it would be us. <laughs> and Char- Charlene would play uh, Jungle Venno both games. I'm assuming we're going to win 2-0. So I didn't say 3 okay. With Jungle Venno, I, I don't think we have a... I don't think we can lose. Yeah, so I mean, that's the news about Slacks. Again, I think it's real. Holy shit! If you want peace, you must prepare for war. If you want war, must also prepare for war. The lesson is always prepare for war. All right, next up, uh, Charlene, <gasps> you get to answer some questions. Yay! For noobs ass noobs. Nice. The first question from Rex Cow: What is the funnest use of snap ags? Mm. I was in a game with Rex Cow last night. He was Snapfire. He bought an ags, and uh, I believe. He used it for its funnest use, which is throwing your teammates into the enemy fountain. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that. That's for sure the funnest use. <laughs> um, Charlene, have you had a chance to uh, interact with Snap Ags? No, I've only seen it. But I'd imagine, um, like, what about a, a Snap with a Tiny who then, like, volleys them back to you? <laughs> That's good. <because laughs> I, just, I just like the like projectiles. It. You can then shotgun them, which does like a million damage by itself. Yeah. Yeah. Volley the, or yeah, toss back to you right in front of Snapfire, and then you just um, do your scatter blast right in front of whoever came back. And then. Yeah. Just don't do like a Magnus. Don't do an enemy team Magnus, because then that'll be sad. (laughs) (laughs) Only, okay. If then I'm, when you're Jungle Venno, uh, I'll pick Snapfire for myself and. Only throw you or only throw uh, Arian's tiny at Tidehunter. <laughs> I mean, for me, I think obviously the fountain is like the most fun, but like if you're trying to like win the game and trying to have some serious fun, I think what's the best here is something that likes being thrown at an enemy hero, but that can also create a setup for your ultimate because that's where the combo becomes mm. like really dirty. So that's probably like yeah. clock and mass are the immediate candidates because they love being thrown on somebody and then they can also create the like long lasting lockdown that you need to like 
press your ulti once and just fire a million damage at the enemy. Yeah. I think that works. Would like an uh, enigma work? Enigma would work, yeah, for sure. If you get a really yeah. good black hole, uh, you can get like a rampage probably with your oh. ultis. Do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Dark asks best mids in sub 1k. Damn. Mm. Good. I think it's uh, your favorite mid. Pugna? Which is? Just. Nah, Husker. like whatever Dark's favorite mid oh. is. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, you mean his favorite mid? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Just play what you like. I, actually, um, I'm going to go whatever, old school on this. Most. What about Viper? Yeah. I feel yeah. like Viper oh, yeah. isn't really seen, yeah. but Viper would be a very good mid hero. I agree. Viper would mm-hmm. be very good. Uh, Viper's a hot offlaner now, he by is. the way, Charlene, in Pro Dota. <laughs> yeah. Mm, my suggestion would be, I think right now Medusa's actually pretty strong mid in, like, low MMR. Because huh, you don't die that fast. Your W is a very good laning tool. Um, like, very, very good laning tool, in fact, if you bounce it right. And then you can, you know, you can't get ganked that easily because of your E, and you farm very fast, so you scale into the late game. You know, what more do you need in low MMR? You don't need to, like, make moves yourself, right? You can just, like, wait until the enemy runs at you, no matter if they actually should or not. Yep. Strilling7, your teammate, Arian, asks... <laughs> this is a good question. Typically, patches benefit particular positions more than others. Uh, what's our read on the best position this patch? And what do you think the pecking order will be next patch? So, Arian, do you think it's carry? Yes, right now I agree. I, I'd say it's carry, probably. I'm going to go to my experience. I think it might be offlane. I think offlane is pretty easy because it's 2v2. Um, I think... And you can just own people. I think that's the problem. Therein lies the problem of this patch, which is like any lane can can do well. It could be off lane. It could be your safe lane. Mid can also do well. And you think that's a problem? <laughs> that was my thought. Like, don't people complain? Like, oh, all this patch is is just this. But you... And they're like, oh, if we only had a patch where anything could work, but. But you two just have like completely off because if if Jim is saying the off lane. And Arian is saying the safe lane. That's in direct opposition yeah. of each other. Yeah. So I'm confused. <laughs> I mean, I I I, yeah, I, 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 I I just say that Jim is wrong and I'm right. To be <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, mine's mine's based on my experience. Like I've had a lot of fun playing offline. There's lots of different offline heroes you can play. Mm. I think the jungle in the next patch will be the top of the game. <laughs> the apex predator. Will be, I mean. <laughs> that's a good. That's I mean, good I hope mid will be at the top of the pecking order, obviously, but that like never happens. Um, so what would be cool in terms of? Pe- I'd like a patch where like, you know, all these baby brain uh, carry players, uh, they've been spoiled for like a year now, where they got the like perfect carry cat patch. So I just. Uh, like to see a complete 180 for that like one of those patches where as a carry if your support leaves you alone for like one millisecond like the enemy can just kill you um 
and even at like main, maybe minute 20 uh, you'll be able to kill the enemy position 5 if you've been farming well enough something like that just to support that a, a patch that's really really good for support uh, and really bad for case that would be my wish hmm. a support patch would be cool yeah support like that go supports <laughs> N- newly renamed Dora Le Destroyer Le Destroyer oh, oh Jesus asks is there an AI in bot matches that understands neutral items I don't think so oh man I have uh, I have some stuff to tell you about bot matches because you know you guys know me right I play a lot of bot matches when I don't have the time for a real match and I like need to test something out and the AI right now it, I mean the AI has been bad always um because, for example, if you want to play turbo against bots, you can't just, like, choose that. You have to make a lobby and then uh, have the bots fill empty slots. But if you're playing anything but all pick with bots right now, they're not going to skill anything, uh, especially in turbo. Like, your teammate bots, they don't skill anything. So, like, they have just, like, all these skill points laying around. And then they also don't buy any items. But the enemy bots, they play like god gamers, obviously. They buy all the right <laughs> items, and they actually uh, can use their spells because they've put skill points into them. So That's basically, hilarious. like, turbo with bots, it's unplayable. Um, so yeah, uh, not, not not a big fan of the bot AI right now. Um, and then, in like, I, you can only play right now normal games with bots, um, which are not turbo. And then those, uh, no, they also don't use neutral items. That functionality mm. has uh, not been patched yet. And then also, there used to be like a lot of like third-party bot scripts that other people wrote that you can use for your lobbies. But all of those are right. broken as well right now. So you're like stuck with the default Valve bots, which are really, really dumb. One of the... You can make a... Because I, I play some bot matches too and I don't have time or if I have to leave or whatever. And... You can create lobbies and put, like, community-made bots in them. Oh, and they, like, function, like, oh, good. not well, but I, I've never seen any of them use neutral you items. Know you know what I would die them. for, to be honest? I've been wanting this for so long. Oh, Arian, but we want because you to stick around. You know how much I love Ability Draft, right? Um, but nobody <laughs> of my teammates wants to play it, and most of the time, like... It's like a 50-50 if you could do that. Like, <laughs> if it's going to be cancer or if it's, like, going to be how, like, maybe a bit enjoyable. I would love to play ability draft against bots, but they haven't, like, if you play that, the bots, they don't choose any abilities and they don't even spawn in. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's just so perfect, right? The meme mode against bots, oh, it would be so cool. That's true. Last question from Luther. Do you have any advice for a 1.1k carry player? He's specifically looking for a third hero to play who is not super meta. He currently really only plays Sven and Lifestealer. Hmm. Uh, I I have been giving this question some thought, so I'll go first. Um, I, I think Drow is interesting as a ranged carry to play, just to mix it up a little bit, but she is super meta. Um, so... Maybe Juggernaut, because he's never, like, wildly out of meta. He's always, like, fine. Uh, there's some interesting things to to do with him. I think he's... Start playing Jug. 
sure. Yeah. Um, I would, I'm not sure if I would recommend Shrunky actually, because he already has like one carry with a build in BKB. Um, so sure. maybe if he wants to expand his pool a bit, um, it seems like he prefers melee heroes. So I like one thing that came immediately to mind for me was CK because yeah, uh, I was say CK. he's a strength hero that's good in lane, farms fast, uh, has a stun, has a gap close and a big team fighting ult, which is like, mm -hmm. it's basically Sven, right? If you think about it. Um, yeah, kind of. So yeah, CK would be recommendation one. And then I think you should have, as Jim said, at least one ranged hero in your repertoire if the enemy picks like Axe or something. Um, and you know, you don't have that much choice with good ranged carries right now. It's basically like Drow and sometimes Luna. Yeah, Klinks is picked a lot, but I guess he's played mid. Yeah, Klinks has played mid right now. You stole my answer, Arian. I was just going to say CK. <laughs> Got him. I think, I think CK is a, a good hero. <laughs> yeah. But I haven't played right Dota in months, so. <laughs> and CK, he can't even be flexed right now with the eggs. Mm -hmm. It's like a global purge, basically, what it does at the moment. Yeah. The CK has a pretty high win rate in like every bracket. Yeah, yeah. Even like Divine Immortal. Yeah, play CK, Luther. All right, that's the end of our episode. Yeah. Uh, join our Discord. Check us out. Come play with us. Watch the WLDL, which is on our Twitch stream uh, all the time. We have great casters. They're contributing. Anything else to, to say? Uh, follow We Like Dota on Twitter. Uh, yeah, that's it. Bye, guys. Um, oh, wait. Fi final shout-out. Stay well, healthy. Uh, it's holiday season, but <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Don't like see a lot of people, but have a good holiday season. Yes. Yeah. Stay safe and healthy, everyone. Yeah. Okay. Bye bye. bye, -bye. bye, -bye.